What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome to episode 11 of the Dogs Podcast. Let's kick this thing off. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, good to see you guys back in the studio. Um, you know, we made it to episode 11 now, our last two episodes, still going on the contest. Um, if you're watching this now, I want everybody to know you got until Saturday night, midnight, or 11.59 p.m. Saturday night. Get your votes, comments, shares in on the uh, last two episodes, the um, all-decade drafts. And uh, we'll announce the winners come Monday morning. Um, so last chances to get your T-shirt. you got a couple more days so far. We've been getting a lot of good feedback on those. It's been a lot of fun for everybody. So if you want to get a free T-shirt, uh, go back, watch those episodes, and uh, get your votes in before midnight Saturday night. What's up, everybody? Yeah. Just living the dream, man. Just living the dream. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Um, so a couple things going on around the league this week. Uh, one thing that definitely brought a smile to my face, um, NFLPA approves uh, the changes for the CBA, paving away. It looks like we're going to have a 2020 NFL football season unless, you know, the sky comes crashing down. We're going to have NFL football in about a month. I was just going to say, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> It's that, it's that little worry in the back of your mind for any NFL fan just saying, mm-hmm. you know, please just let them do it. Just let them play. Like, if you watched, you knew I was pretty adamant that it was not going to get canceled, but... You still had that little fear in your gut. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just didn't want to wake up in that world, you know, <laughs> where there was no Browns football. I didn't even want to think about it. And what was going to happen to our show? Yeah, we're going to have to turn this into, talk. like, a Grey's Anatomy podcast well, or something. I, mean, I don't know anything <laughs> what we, that, What we could do if they cancel the season is just do what uh, the Major League Baseball is doing and just have cardboard cutouts of us sitting in the studio here. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, that's what yeah, we would we'll, do. We'll get together and all play a Madden season and then critique the game afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so it's looking like there's no preseason, though. That is the one thing that... I'm fine with that. There's just less chance for any of my favorite Browns players to get hurt. Right. I think... Uh, and we kind of touched on this before, but I think that it's going to hurt us in a little way. Yeah, I agree. Of, like somebody, like I was kind of looking this up, like a Miles Garrett. You might think, oh, how's that hurt Miles Garrett? Miles Garrett hasn't played a football game in 10 months. He's fresh, man. He's fresh. <laughs> I know, but that's a long time to be away from like actual, I mean, and you'll get a little bit of it in training camps and stuff like that, but nothing like a real game. Well, yeah. we have all new coaching staff. Exactly, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think we really are going to be starting out behind the eight ball. More than right. normal. Yeah, so who would you guys say is our best linebacker right now on the roster? Who do you think is our best one? Mac Wilson. Yeah. So Mac Wilson, all right? So Mac Wilson's our best linebacker. This is his second season. He's got to learn a new defense Already. in his second season. And they come out and he said that the linebacker, defensive coordinator Joe Woods said linebackers, guys, all on a level playing field, we'll see who, you know, when we get to camp, who the starter is going to be. That we don't even know. <laughs> I mean, we got they got they're gonna have six weeks of training camp. They'll figure it out. We'll yeah. see. 
Another, I, I, it worries me a little bit. I, they don't play. The, we don't have preseason games in high school. We don't have preseason games in college. Yeah, but you're not going against NFL talent either on the other side. Yeah, but they like still figure out their play Dover, calls. And, Dover, and play yeah. Games. Dover plays a local Canada team that they fly <laughs> on a Thursday night and beat 56 to 6. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, you know, as far as like verbiage and system, you learn all that in practice. So, like, yeah. I'm less, obviously, you know, I wish I'd like to see some game reps against another team, but I'm not as worried about knowing the system than the language of the offense and that kind of stuff. Like, that's literally all they've been doing for the last two months virtually is probably learning the system. Yeah, it's just one of those things that I'm kind of worried about going into the season. I agree with you. I'm there with you. All Another new line hasn't played together, rookie linemen. And that needs a transition to yeah, a completely to a new position. Uh, it, it, there's a lot of question marks, I feel like, that will have to be <laughs> will get answered week one. Well, we'll get into the schedule here coming up. Real shortly. One more thing that we need to keep in mind is that, so we're recording this on Sunday. People will listen on Thursday. This week is that opt-out week for NFL players. Mm-hmm. So if, if a guy decides he wants to opt out for medical reasons, it says here he'll receive a $350,000 stipend for the season. And if you're opting out just for opting out, re, you know, you just don't want to play this year, you just don't feel like it's going to be for you or whatever, it's 150000 stipend. Yeah, so, and we did see, I think somebody touched on it, it might have been Justin, said that one of the Chiefs linemen backed Lor- out already. Laurent Duvernay. Yeah. yeah, but he didn't back out because he didn't want to play, or he's backing out because he is going to be a doctor to help with you know, the COVID relief, Yeah, which I is think what we- he's been doing. He just doesn't want to quit doing that. Yeah, I think that we'll see a couple. I think there will be some that back out. I don't know if it will be any of the big-name guys because they're giving up a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. You know, maybe some of your smaller, you know, second team type guys that are out there in games. I'm kind of curious to see what all happens. Like, so they're doing the basketball right now, and they just caught uh, Lou Williams at, uh, you know, an Atlanta, club. Yeah, an Atlanta <laughs> yeah. strip club just hanging out while he was there, uh, you know, on a medical uh, relief for the uh, for the week. So I'm curious to see how much of that we'll see and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, other other than that, the only other news that I saw out there NFL wise was Alex Smith uh trying to make his comeback. It's exciting. Still signed with the Redskins and I was talking with Blake and Justin the other day and I'm gonna go out there and say that Alex Smith's a starter week one. It's a huge hot take. It's a crazy, crazy hot take. Let's not get into this yet because we're going over the schedule today and they're on our schedule. All right. I'll let you save your nonsense here in a minute. All right. Um one more big thing that did happen in the NFL this week. Uh, Jamal Adams, strong safety from the Jets, traded to the Seahawks. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Seahawks gave up a ton. Yeah, a ton. A 2021 first-round pick, a 2021 third-round pick, a 2022 first-round pick, and safety Bradley McDougal, who is, if he's not a full-time starter, he I mean, he plays 80% of the snaps for the defense. I can't believe how much they give up for him. It's like Sonny Weaver Jr. called him up and uh, told him to eat his pancakes. <laughs> yeah. I was super confused what was going on. It, it's a lot. It's a lot. This I feel is, this is the kind of thing you see with teams like the Seahawks, though, right? So they have a Super Bowl window, mm-hmm. a legitimate Super Bowl window. They've got a, a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. Absolutely. They've got you know the run game. They've got the the coach, the philosophy. They need those defensive pieces to really get them where they need to be within this window. So for them, they're saying, okay. Well, that, that first-round pick in two years, 
I don't even care about it right now because our window's now. Yep. Jamal Adams is now. So that's, I mean, that's what they're thinking. I guess if you got your quarterback, you know, first-round picks, especially if you got your quarterback and you plan on winning 10 games, your first-round picks aren't as valuable. Right. You know, to us Browns fans, we're thinking, you know, <laughs> that's a top five. three pick. That's a <laughs> How top could five. you? <laughs> yeah, that's a top five pick, you know. So I, mean, I guess that alters the thinking a little bit. Man, you better win some games. Because well, if, if Russell Wilson comes out and tears his ACL this year and you win two games, you're going to really be regretting that you don't have a first-round pick. Well, that's a risk you got to take no matter what. I mean, there's always the risk of injury. Yeah, and the thing that I just I don't like about it, after I kind of thought about that, I wouldn't have gave up this much. And I wanted right. Jamal Adams, but I wouldn't have gave up this much for him that he's only under contract through next season. Mm-hmm. That's it. Then he could leave again. So you're, you're getting this guy that – you better win now or next year because if you don't, maybe he's thinking, well, I didn't win there. Who's going to make me the highest paid safety? Yeah, well, he's still on that rookie contract, so you got to think Seattle's not giving up all this to bring him in and not sign him. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that deal is going to get done. What's crazy about this is how much they gave up for him, especially with the picks. A big complaint people have about the Seahawks is that they have Russell Wilson and really not much else. Like, he, he carries them – to 10 wins in the playoffs, and you just gave up a bunch of picks. I, I So think you're that, just putting more. Now, I mean, Russell Wilson, you just put more on his shoulders. Yeah, but that run game, and it doesn't yeah. seem to matter who they put there. Right. They they run the ball well, and DK Metcalf was as no slouch as a yeah. rookie. I mean, as a sophomore <clears throat> this year, I think he could really take that leap. And, mm-hmm. and there's, I mean, Josh Gordon was there last year, yep. and they're mm-hmm. saying that they want to bring him back, you know, as long as he'd want to come back. Uh, we've said that he might have a better doesn't <laughs> have anything doesn't career. have anything to worry about. He can chief say. up as much as he wants now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's when he plays the best. Can we just bring him back to Cleveland and say, "Hey, oh my gosh, show us what you could have done all those years." I mean, does yeah. he still have it? He's only what uh, like twenty eight. Yeah, I would say he's, he's, he's I not mean, that old. For for as many years as we had to watch him not play because he was always suspended, yeah. he's not that old. It's crazy to me too that he. Everything he was got in trouble for, they're just gonna allow now. Yeah. He, so take he definitely away, has yeah. a. He was in the drug. So whenever, if you have like a drug problem in in college, like you get busted for drugs in college, and then you get drafted, you're automatically in the NFL's like tier two program or whatever. So like one busted test, you know, you're like automatically suspended. Like mm-hmm. they count. So he came into the league. Because he got busted for weed in college. Yeah, we took him in the supplemental draft. Yeah, already, already <laughs> like in the NFL's tier two punishment system or whatever. And, you know, they're not even testing for it now. He would have came into the league clean slate. So the first time, so then when he got busted for it the first time in the NFL, it would have one been his first offense. He maybe what suspended one or two games. And two, the, he wouldn't be suspended at all now because he never would have checked for it. The NFL owes this guy a career, basically. Yeah, but then again, if you're going to look at it that way, they owe Ricky Williams a career. Mm-hmm. They owe, you know, there's plenty of guys that have had. I mean, Ricky Williams still was able to have a nice career. That's true. but And I did look here, so Gordon just turned 29. So he's yeah. 29, but his mileage is low. Yeah, yeah. and he's just Super waiting low. on that reinstatement from the NFL. So it's, I think as soon as that comes, you'll have five, six, seven different teams throwing offers at him. This could be a different year for Josh Gordon. Did anybody watch any of the Indians games yes. the last couple of days? I watched Friday night's watch. game. I got probably watched the whole game. Is it is it weird for you guys to see the empty 
empty stadium or yes. when you're watching the, the game on TV, do you not even notice? So I was at a bar and they had like it up on the speakers and I was just like, I didn't know exactly. I hadn't heard anything about what they were going to do. And I'm like, do they have fake crowd noise yeah. on? Cause yes. the whole, it literally was like the Super Bowl was on. It was just like, ah. and I'm like, wow, what happened? I mean, uh, what's going on? And then I realized I'm like, oh. Yeah, so they're piping in noise or whatnot. Yeah. Almost for like, I think it's from the show. It, it is, is from the yeah. show. Yeah. From the show. Okay, so from the video game, they're <laughs> piping it. But I, I've i always been a guy who liked listening to the Indians just because yes. Tom, Tom Hamilton yes. is one of the best ever. Uh, so it kind of gives me that little bit now of like, man, I really would rather listen to the game because watching the game, just it's not, I don't think it's the same. No, nah. I did see some like funny things like, so yesterday there was a home run and there was a dog sitting like a dog cardboard cutout sitting in the outfield and it got <laughs> crushed by the home run. And I was just like, this is awesome. Right. <laughs> I like dogs. I'm like, this is so weird that we're doing this. But then like there's a walk off grand slam opening night and it was like super lackluster. Like yeah. if it, if that, if the, you know, the crowd's there, that's. I've been at the Indians game for a Travis Hafner walk off grand yeah. slam and it was insane. It was probably yeah. quiet. <laughs> yeah, it was, you could have heard a pin drop. <laughs> uh, all right, well, that covers, uh, you know, news around the league. So that brings us into what we really want to get into this episode. Um, we're going to go through, you know, our 16-game schedule. and We won't have to do the preseason games anymore. Uh, we're going to tell you who we think is going to win, who we think is going to lose, and why. Obviously, you know, this is kind of like a, a way too early breakdown if this is anything like last year, two minutes into week one, I'm going to have to readjust all my picks, <laughs> you know, because if I would have done this last year, I had us going, you know, 12 and four, 11 and five. And at the end of the first quarter of the Titans game, I had us going one and 15. <laughs> so, so, you know, you know, bear with us. If, if you don't agree, you know, we'll see what happens when the season starts. I, but. I think it's important to, to say too, before we do this, that we really haven't discussed the schedule amongst ourselves until mm-hmm. now. So, I don't know what's going to happen here. We I know that they're going to go some... to the playoffs. I know that they're going to go. Yeah, okay. Then we are the definitely playoffs. getting into some arguments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, all right. So let's just dive right into this. Uh, week one, we play at the Ravens. Um, I guess I'll just start. I'm chalking this up to a big L. Oh, yep. And not because I don't have reservations about the Ravens this year or I think the Browns are going to be bad. It's just until I see this new system actually on the field that the Browns are going to run, and until we prove that we can play at their level, I'm not going to pick us to beat them in Balt. I know we just did it last year, but that was a Freddie fluke. Yeah. You know, so uh, to me, this is a, uh, a tough opening game. If we can somehow pull this out, that'd be crazy, but I see the Browns start knowing one. Yeah. There's just too many unknowns with this new system, new head coach, new everything. I mean – and then to go on the road into Baltimore against that team, that defense, that offense, mm-hmm. and they're they're not trying to relearn anything new. Yeah. It's just let's, let's do the same thing we did yep. last year. Pick up yeah. where we left off, and they were good last year. Yep, I think a lot of people have them listed over the Chiefs as having the best roster in the league. It's yeah, they're definitely up there. It's, I got us, I got us losing that first one too. I think it'll be close, yeah. just because it's a division game, Absolutely. and it doesn't matter if one team's you know got a way better team than the other in our division. It always seems like. Every game's tight. Well, that's true. And and they don't get a preseason either. Right. So there's going to be rust on both sides of the ball. It's just their learning curve to start the season is nothing like what ours is going to be. Right, yeah. So I think, like, a big part of 
the, the Browns can win this game. I mean, we saw it last year. Mm-hmm. They can beat this team. If you stop, stop Lamar Jackson or if you get a lead, okay, that's the biggest thing it against the Ravens. Throw. And yep. then you, they have to throw the ball because if, you if you're letting them control the game and the pace and he's able to run at will, I mean, they're hard to beat. Mm-hmm. But if you get them behind like Cleveland did last year, we went up on them early and then they had to dig out of that hole and they just could never recover, especially now. Browns are going to be able to run the ball. Well, we've all we were able to run the ball last <laughs> yeah. year and we did it. Uh, but we'll be able to control a yes. game. I feel a lot more this year. Yeah, me and Blake were talking about that on the way home. I see a lot of their games this year being like AFC North kind of grind them out, ball control. I'd like to say that we have this, you know, a great other side of the ball where the defense can, you know, shut down. Maybe we get a couple stops here and there, but like I see us controlling the ball. I, I agree with you too, Zach, that it's going to be close, but it's a lot, especially new system. I, there's going to be some mistakes, I think, and uh, I it's a lot to ask for just going in there and beating, you know, beating them in their house. I will say this, and I don't know how many of our listening Browns fans are going to ridicule me, but I'm kind of excited to watch J.K. Dobbins out there. I know uh, he's on the other team, but man, it, man, he was it, so fun to watch for the Bucks. To me, that I mean, that's a big reason why I pick us to not win this game is I think Dobbins is special. And that's, I mean, look at that run game last year with Mark Ingram. And I think, I mean, Mark Ingram's good. I think J.K. Dobbins way better mm-hmm. than Mark Ingram. And But Ingram is still a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. You think Dobbins is better old. already than Ingram? You think he's already a better running back? I think he's faster. I think, I, I think he's better. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting to see. I think they split carries for yeah. most of the year uh, and then just hot hand in a game type of a situation. Mm. You know, that'll be the team where you draft one of the running backs on fantasy and you get real mad that he had six carries one week, then yeah. next week he had 25 and he's sitting on your bench uh, type of a team. Uh, but, yeah, Dobbins, it is, it is going to be exciting to see him play uh, and see how successful he can be in that system. Everybody focuses on Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if I'm a defensive coach, I'm saying make him hand the ball off. You know, when they run their read option, I'm I'm selling out to stop Lamar Jackson, which leaves their running backs wide open. So, I mean, obviously that's it's tough offense to stop. That's why they won what twelve games last year, thirteen mm-hmm. games, something like that. So, one th- the other thing I was gonna say real quick, one thing that kind of thinking about it now that we could come out and like surprise. Us, because I think we all got them losing, right? Correct. All yes. got them losing week one, but you know, I know this kind of from coaching, like a baseball standpoint. Like you get your season right, you know what, you know who you're playing week one, okay? So you know who you're prepping to play week one way ahead of time. It's not like a week to week thing where you're like, all right, well, we just lot, we just won a game on Sunday. We got to get ready for the Ravens in six days, type of a thing. You know, Joe Woods and Stefanski, they're they're planning for this months in advance, you know, to have their game plan and what they're going to try to do in that first game. And I, it called me crazy too, but home field advantage might not be as big of a thing as we think it's going to be. I, we, we don't know what's going to happen yet. Right. I, I, I've got a couple of people that I know that are season ticket holders and they're already saying, I'm definitely not going to be able to go to, based on what Cleveland, the organization saying, yeah, I'm not going to be able to go to those games. We might just see a situation where there's no fans. Right. And then what's that turn into? I mean, whoever has the best sound system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if they got nice subwoofers, that's the home field advantage. Right. 
All right, so what uh, we got every we got zero and one around the table, right? Right. Yep. 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 Tough right. opening week. Hopefully, we're a little bit more competitive in this uh, uh, week one matchup than we were against the Titans last year, though. Yes. Um, yeah. And no, and uh, you know, no punches thrown. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, <laughs> all right, so week two, Thursday night, prime time, sees the Browns uh, pitted up against the Cincinnati Bengals, number one overall pick, Joe Burrow. To me, this is if is if we're playing the way we're capable, which is the way I'm attacking this. I think we smoke them. We have to win this game. I literally, yes. if we lose this game, it's going to be another thing where we're. I think Zach's the one that's talked about it before. Where we're oh and five, and we're like, well, if we win the next you know seven games, we can get back <laughs> into the hunt. You know, yeah. I don't want to like keep living my life this way like right. i'd like to you know at least be tied with somebody you know yep. in the first couple of weeks or but if now they're on paper their roster is not that bad and with healthy players like our, i think that we're more talented but if a healthy aj green's out there you know they've got some weapons i mean i watched uh cincinnati dominate them in cincinnati last year and now like we're a different team as far as head coaching wise and personnel wise, but I, I also think that uh, game you went to the Browns could care less. They were like, "We got, we cannot do anything Good. to give them an excuse to bring Freddie back." Yes, I, I think agree the with players that. were all in on getting him out. Yeah, and they were just they were not going to do anything. I remember thinking that as a fan. Mm-hmm. Gosh, if we win any more games, they might keep Freddie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've done dumber things, Hugh Jackson. So yeah. three years in a row, right? Yeah, well, I got us. I got us one in this game too. Uh, and I could have said this in the first game, but opening lines got Browns as eight point favorite. That's a pretty big favorite. Uh, to and week two here against the Bengals. I think that the preseason we kind of talked like, how does this affect the Browns? I think it really affects Joe Burrow yeah. having to come in, no NFL reps. You know, preseason he's not going to play a lot, but getting on the field, kind of getting up to NFL speed, it's a little different than you know playing in college uh, and the guys you're going against. But yeah. I said kind of earlier we touched on our schedule a little bit when we were saying how we're going to make the playoffs. Uh, they, wouldn't it not be so Cleveland to win week one, look awesome, yes. come out, lose week? week <laughs> oh, yeah. And you'd be, we'd be thinking, oh, my God, we're going to win division. We just got a game up on the Ravens, yep. and then we come to Cincy and lose 10-6. to six Yeah, not even something. not even I go mean, to Cincy. It's in Cleveland. Oh, yeah, yeah. In Cleveland, right. Yeah. But yeah. It'd be very Cleveland if, yes. you know, to do that, though. I yeah. completely agree. But uh, I think we win. I think we lose week one, win week two, sitting at one on one. I'd yes. love to watch this game because to me, I see this being kind of like a route. I mean, Vegas sees it. Eight point favorite for Vegas. That means they see us coming out and, and spanking them. Yeah. And I'd love to sit down and watch this game with uh, Rob Ninkovich because I want Baker. <laughs> oh, ba- I want Baker to throw for three scores, and I want Miles Garrett to just sack Joe Burrow five times, and then I can just give him like the chop because. Right. <laughs> yep. Now right. I'm gonna agree. I'll, I'll agree with you, but argue with you a little bit because I'm agreeing with something Zach said a little bit ago. So I think we're gonna win, mm-hmm. but I do not think it's gonna be a smoke. I think it's gonna be maybe like a six point win, something like that. Kind of edge them out in the second half because, like you said before, Zach, this is. I mean, this goes from Sunday to Thursday. It's a quick turnaround. Yep. And now all of a sudden you got to prepare for a new team at the beginning of the season where you had no preseason. You're still trying to find yourselves. You probably just got rocked by Baltimore. Who knows? Right. So, I, I think we win, and I you're right. The inexperience of Joe Burrow, uh, their new pieces that they're trying to incorporate. I think our talent overcomes. But I I just personally don't see this being a, a blowout. Yeah, and just another division game. Mm-hmm. And, right. I mean, year after year, they're always close. 
I just don't respect the Bengals. <laughs> I don't either. I think they have. I think AJ Green will probably already be hurt. <laughs> uh, Joe Mixon will, you know, take him eight games to like get going. They still don't have a good offensive line. Joe Burrow is going to throw a couple picks, and I still think their head coach is terrible. Yeah, their coach. I yeah. So that's that's my philosophy. That's you got fair. Us, you got us winning this, don't you? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So we good. got we got everybody across the board. So we're sitting at one on one. Correct. Consensus one and one. I okay. like it. I like it. All right. So that moves us into the uh, newly branded <laughs> Washington? <laughs> Washington football team. Very yeah. well done, Washington. Yeah. yeah. I guess they Super did this original. just because they had to, they wanted to do something. They had to do something, and they don't have time to like roll out all new year and all kinds of i guess they, i don't know they Biggest, should definitely switch and just do the washington sentinels well I here's think a, that would be awesome here's a big thing though i saw they probably have a, a name they yeah. like but that that real estate dude smart dude took all the names <laughs> and so they probably they're and you know if they want it, it's an nfl team that's probably i mean they're probably worth at least a billion right you, so you know this guy's not giving up those names cheap no right. he's that's holding true. he's holding them ransom so that I mean, who knows what kind, they're either going to have to think of a new name, or they got a long road ahead of them, probably like and the Washington court proceedings team. and stuff like yeah. that. I, my personal opinion is that they were they should not have caved to the political pressure and scrapped the Redskins name two months before the season or a month before the season starts. I would they should have just said, "Yeah, we hear you. We'll address it. Figuring season it starts in a couple months. Like we got stuff to worry about first. Yeah, yeah. Well, like our team. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Trash. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of trash, I see the Browns going two and one because. <laughs> oh, <cool. laughs> nice segue. Uh, I feel like Ron. Rev- I love Ron Rivera. I was actually mm-hmm. like I was big on if the Browns could have brought him to Cleveland, but there's only so much you can do with this dumpster fire. And I know Zach had his hot take where he thinks Alex Smith's starting Week One. I don't think he's starting week one. I think Dwayne Haskins is still starting, and I love Dwayne at Ohio State. But, man, so far from what I've seen in the NFL, he is very bad. He's having a lot of problems. That's why I'm saying Alex Smith starts week one. (laughs) I just don't know if he's physically going to – I mean, you're talking about how Miles Garrett hasn't played a – Miles Garrett hasn't played a football game in 10 months, so this no preseason could really hurt Miles. Alex Smith hasn't play, been able to walk in three yeah, years. Almost and you think he's going to play? I, okay, week so one? there's there's videos out there of workouts with Alex Smith <laughs> yeah. on, in practice field stuff like that. Yeah, so. it is a rehab facility. I mean, let me tell you, he looks, he looks good in those workouts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like so. Don't tell. Yeah, I'm saying Alex. I mean, it's a totally different team if Alex Smith is your quarterback. If he returns I, to form or whatnot, like yeah, because it's a wheelchair he, league at that no, point. He was, if he comes back where he's that guy before that play happens, yeah. he, he's a totally very legit. Team. Yeah, especially you got McLaurin now there, or whatnot. He wasn't there when Alex Smith was there, right. and then their defense. The thing that I get the Browns winning this game, yes, and I think you know by two touchdowns, something like that. Um, but their def their defensive front is one of the best in mm-hmm. the NFL. Yep. Is one of the best in the NFL, so it that'll be like obviously we're gonna get a couple games, you know, in, but that'll be a big test for our line of how they hold up against one of the best lines in the NFL. Now the rest of the Washington team isn't any good, yeah, and they're right. always hurt. They just have. I feel like by like week six, there's so many holes on their team. Like that's one of my favorite teams for fantasy. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me so hit I, the waiver wire on all their running backs and right, you know. Yeah, so I would say, you know. Brown scores 17 points, you win the game, because I don't think oh, yeah. Washington's offense can score 17 points. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you guys. If 
Case Keenum had not flipped uh, sides of the field in this game and he was not on the Brown sideline, I'd I'd be tempted to say we lose this game. Oh my god. I don't I would oh, think so. I would. in Cleveland. Uh, I know it's in no, Cleveland. No home field anymore. I mean I'm just saying. Just saying. But, but do you have us winning now? Yeah, dude. Okay. I, okay. I, I, I saw Dwayne Haskins play last year too. That's <laughs> tough. He yeah. he does not look good. No. No, and that's the thing. And you you look at rookie quarterbacks, and none of them ever look great. But he, like we talk about Baker, mm-hmm. he showed flashes of wow, this dude can play. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, even guys like Sam Darnold as a rookie showed like okay, he can be a competent quarterback. If he had a good head coach. Um, I didn't see that from Haskins. Though. <laughs> Dwayne Haskins won, and then he couldn't even go in to take the knee with the game because he was taking his <laughs> selfie with the fan. Yes. Yes, that was awesome. Was super I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. and like. I, uh, the media kind of made it a huge deal, and I kind of shrugged it off. But at the same time, That's a like, huge deal. I mean, it, imagine if like a player, if that had been Baker, yeah, or yeah, the Ooh. world would have collapsed. Yeah. Or if they had a coach that like disciplined the team at all, <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Get <Right>. over here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the game's not over. Yeah. You gotta go take a knee. Yeah, we're not done Where's yet. the quarterback? <laughs> Can we get a place kicker in there real quick to take a knee? Can we do anything? Yeah. How about, just, how about Alex Smith might be better than Dwayne Haskins? Yeah, he could take the healthy. knee. <laughs> I don't even know if he can take the knee, bro. Yeah, we'll have, have to, to wait and see on that. Throw the punter in there just yeah. to take the knee. <laughs> He'd have to just like take the snap and just fall down. Or just <laughs> uh, All right, so we're at consensus. All right, we're, we're two and one. Yeah. Okay, two Everybody's and one. Everybody's agreeing here so far. Yes, we'll see next. This moves us into at Dallas. I'm going to be honest. So I think talent wise, I think we stack up with Dallas. I think we can beat them, but I think, I don't know, Brown's history, the negative in me. I don't know. I don't see us. I see us losing a close game here. I see us getting rocked in this game. <laughs> Dead serious. I mean, Dallas is, dude, well, they're good. Here, they, have a good me, they have a good team. This is hard to pick because in years past, Jason Garrett was their coach, and I feel like they way underperformed considering mm-hmm. their talent. And I think Mike McCarthy is a good football coach, and so if he's able to get the most out of the talent they have on their team, then this automatically becomes a tougher matchup. So I, it's hard for me to pick this because I don't know what they're going to be like under McCarthy. They kept Kellen Moore hmm. at the OC. Which is so, kind of crazy because a lot of people complained about their offensive play calling last year. Really? Zeke, like never getting the ball. Just letting Dak Prescott like go out and throw it forty times a game, which worked against terrible teams, but against good teams, he wasn't that great. It was also Moore's first time, you know, first shot at that coordinator position. So this team has some serious talent. I mean, Zeke, <laughs> Zeke's gonna have fun. Yeah, yeah Zeke's I, gonna have fun. I think that this is one of those games where I don't know if the Browns can slow it down enough keep it a low-scoring game, I think this might be one of those shootout-type games because yeah. the weapons that Dallas have is... It's insane. It's and they crazy. loaded up some more. Yeah. They like, just it's crazy up. what they have on the offensive side. So, But, I mean, the Browns got pieces, too. So this is one of those games where we're going to be able to see, you know, can the Browns keep up type of a thing. Because your defense, I mean, I don't. I think this game's going probably in the 30s, winning mm-hmm. teams scoring 30. So first the 30 wins. Um, but I think that... It'll be an interesting test. I got us losing like a game. I think we lose this game being at Dallas. I know there's no home field, but being in the in Jerry world down there in Dallas is yeah. a little different. Uh, and I think that they beat us, you know, 31-24, something like that. 
I see this being a game like a classic Browns game where there's like three minutes left in the fourth and we're driving or they're driving and something happens like where we're yeah. just, and then you have to sit there the rest of the day and just be like, like Dwayne Rudd <laughs> comes on the field and takes his helmet. Yeah, off. and then they get another. <laughs> yeah, I so like I it wouldn't shock me at all like if we got down like into like thirties or something like that, and then we got a penalty and got backed up and couldn't kick the field goal or something, or yeah. we threw an interception or mm-hmm. a fumble like with two minutes left. I could see it yeah. going. It's going to be a close game. I I don't see us getting blown out. Now their ta- their talent's crazy. Like. They they are on a, on offense. They are loaded pretty much everywhere. Here's right. the thing, though. I want to throw this up to you guys. On paper, do you put who do you put the Browns up against their roster? I think almost any day. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's it's. I mean, it's hard to. We've never had a team like this with the Browns, where we're so talented at all these positions. So, I mean, if you obviously Dallas has a lot of talent, but the Browns have a lot of talent. Well, let's just say that real quick. So for this schedule breakdown. For the first time, maybe ever, and maybe last year, we didn't know what we were talking about, though. You can make the argument for a win or a loss in every game. Years past, yeah, yeah, it'd be really hard to make the argument for the win. Yeah, no, you'd be like, oh, that team, yeah, they have like they'd have okay to lose coach. their entire starting, yeah, yeah. I, to, so get on Blake's point. I think that at tight end we're better, you know, obviously, and then but their line, I think, is. You think their line's better than our their line used to be very good. It's, it's still it's still it's good, still, but it's, it's still not good, at the level bro. that it was a couple of years ago. And you see that in Zeke's stats. His yards per carry and stuff has gone down a little bit. Um I think the Browns have a as long as Jedrick Wills plays the way we think he can, the Browns have a very good offensive line. Yeah. My thing with this game is just going off the breakdown that we've already put together here throughout this. Um I see him winning a close game against Cincinnati at home. I see him Giving it to Washington the next very next week at home, riding a little high, going down to Dallas and kind of getting humbled. Get, getting checked a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, they're weapon. I mean, they're wide receivers, though. Like, I love Jarvis and I love Odell. But Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and I know that we've kind of made comments. Michael Gallup had a pretty good year last year. Eleven hundred yards. Yeah. yeah. Eleven hundred yards receiving. Uh CD then Lamb. you bring in CeeDee Lamb yeah. and you still got Zeke and Dak Prescott. I mean no, he was kind of holding out, wanting a big contract. And a lot of people were like, oh, is he kind of worth it? He's big arm, athletic, can run the ball. Do you think their receivers are better than ours? Is Amari Cooper better As than... As a court, just those three against, like, our three, I would say I'd take that their three hmm. over ours. Ugh, I don't know about that, man. I don't know. I think Amari <laughs> Cooper's good, but I don't think he's as good Who's as Who's your he... third wide receiver you're throwing in with the Browns, though? I'll put Higgins. I gave you three guys that can easily get a thousand yards. So mm-hmm. Gallup is probably better than Higgins, but I think definitely better than Higgins. Yes, but I think our one and two are both better than their one. And CD Lamb. You think Jarvis is better than Amari Cooper? I don't think Jarvis. <laughs> when is when Amari, Amari Cooper's Cooper. not hurt, and when he's playing, when he's playing Amari Cooper level, the dude is one of the best receivers. I mean, he really is. I've seen him make those, those sideline catches he makes sometimes. I'm like. I thought he was. I thought Dak was throwing the ball away. Crazy thing, though, like, and this is kind of like because I watched every game he played in college. But CD Lamb might be their best wide receiver by the end of the year. This is just a sooner guy over here. I mean, come on <laughs> he, now. CD Lamb, Lamb is, is very good. How many times though, do we always say that about college receivers that are very good and they come out and they do nothing? CD Lamb's pretty like half of the Bengals different. roster was awesome wide receivers in college, and then oh, they suck in the you pros. And your, 
T. Higgins or whatever that you. No, like into. like John Ross. Yeah, but John okay, Ross but AJ Brown or, or AJ Green, AJ Brown, AJ Green, AJ <laughs> Red, AJ <laughs> Green was, I mean, very good. Yes, do you find very some? Good. But I would say a and Tyler Boyd's not bad either. T- he's not bad. He's not the best receiver on their team. Yeah, he but was. I, last year. I'm telling you, just we'll see. I mean, time will tell. But I think CD Lamb is. He's a he's an he's Amari Cooper 2.0. I mean, he's built the exact same way, except for he's faster. All right, so we've got first loss. Quarter, I got it. Loss. Loss. All right, so hey, look at that. We are still agreeing. Two yeah. and two, five hundred going yep. to week five against the Colts. Are we there or home? Yeah, we are in Cleveland. Yep, we're at home. Uh, going up against ooh, old man, old Rivers. man Rivers. To me, yeah. old man. I am not as high on the Colts as some people this year. To me, this is a win for the Browns. A lot of people. So the over under on the win total for the Colts is sitting at nine. That's the line for the win. So you know, a lot of teams got them as a playoff team right now. A lot of people got them as a playoff team. I just uh, don't for, understand. Frank Reich is one of the better football minds yep. in the NFL today, and their defense is legit. I mean, I, I like the Colts' defense. Now, Phillip Rivers is a interception-throwing machine. He kind of just move. Yeah, he kind of just, you know, throws it up there. Now, they did improve their running game in Indy. There's a microphone uh, there, Zach. I don't think, like, <laughs> we kind of talked about this yesterday. So, Justin had his fantasy draft, right? And he was, yes. and Blake was, like, kind of going through the picks. And he's like, Marlon Mack didn't get picked till like, one of the last rounds. Like, and I said, well, that's because Jonathan, yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor is going to be the starter. Yeah. Uh so it, it's interesting. A lot of new pieces. I got Cleveland winning this one at home. Close game, 28-24, 27-23, you know, some, somewhere in that range. Close game. I think we're better at almost every position. And I, to me, Phillip Rivers is not a good quarterback anymore. And he's slow and he's old. And Miles Garrett's going to sack him four times <laughs> because he can't get away from the rush. Or he's just going to chuck it up. And we have a pretty good secondary, a pretty good Grant Delpit if he's, you know, a ball-hawking safety. To me, I don't know. I just don't think Phillip Rivers was the answer for the Colts at quarterback. To me, he he hinders them more than he helps them. Well, and they didn't have a – I mean, Jacoby Brissett wasn't a slouch last year for him. I mean, he wasn't a guy that cost you a game. That's the kind of quarterback Jacoby Brissett was. He just didn't win you a game. He didn't win you a game, but he wasn't going to lose the game for you. And I think Phillip Rivers isn't going to win you a game, and he will definitely lose you a game (laughs) when he throws his fourth or fifth pick. It it comes down to this. Cleveland loses his game if they catch two, like, bomb touchdowns, you know, and all of a sudden we're down two scores because Phillip Rivers just went. He was falling down, threw it 56 yards down. The T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton just ran under it. What do you – you're saying – Win? I say win. I say it's a close one, three or four points. Okay. Win. I'm going loss. Oh, and here's God. why. Okay. All right. Yeah, go Let's, ahead, Josh. First of all, Frank Reich, I'm with you. He out coaches Stefanski in this one. And I watched them just completely demoralize the Chiefs last year with Kobe Brissett. And all they did was run, run, run. And their offensive line can do it. You think, I mean, you're talking about Phillip Rivers getting sacked because he's slow and he's throwing picks for the Chargers. Now he's playing behind the offensive line in Indianapolis. They Do got, they really have that good of an offensive line? Yeah. They got your boy. Yeah. I saw him, yeah, dunk, I saw him uh, dunk a basketball like, on. They uh, got Andrew Luck early retired. Yeah. yeah, but Andrew Luck, I mean, as smart as a guy's Andrew Luck is, sometimes he'd play stupid and just, like, run into people. Yeah, nice hit, brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I like the Colts, and there's not a big learning curve either for Phillip Rivers. One, he's been in the, and been in the NFL forever. 
and he's familiar with Frank Reich and the offensive coordinator, Nick Serini. I'm just that, – that, this is where I'm breaking off from the, uh, yeah, from the, the group pack. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, from the pack. I'm, I'm going loss. I got gotcha. you. I All think right. we're going to be a little heartbroken under when we talk about this one. Under 500 for Josh Justin? after week uh, Very, very five. close game. Very ball control. I think a lot of running. I mm-hmm. think Chubb, and then depending on if it's a combination of Taylor and Marlon Mack, I think it goes back and forth. I see a late Phillip Rivers interception being the difference. I see the Browns winning the game. Yeah, this could be one of those games Tight where the Browns game. get up very close you know, game. 10 points, and there's like, this would be Cleveland. So we're up like 10 with three minutes ago. Phillip Rivers gets a ball, goes down the field, gets a touchdown. And okay, so Browns get the ball back, you know, minute 30 left, something like that. And Browns, you know, don't try to get a first down, <laughs> run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, punt oh, yeah. it back with about a minute left or whatnot. Phillip Rivers gets down to the 50, throws a pick. I could see that. Yes. Yeah. I just he's done think- it numerous times. <laughs> yes. I just don't think, I, I think that Phillip Rivers is arguably a Hall of Famer, but he's not at that level right now, I don't think. Not even close. I, I really don't think he's that good of a quarterback anymore. Like, I wouldn't have brought him in. He's lost a little bit. I mean, he, he's always been known as a big-arm guy. But he's lost a little bit of that zip on the ball that he used to have. I agree with that. And his decision-making yeah. is atrocious. <laughs> I yeah. think I think Phillip Rivers, I know he did not have a great year last year for the Chargers. But I don't know, guys. I, I see him doing okay. I, I see him doing well for Indianapolis this year. And I, what, what was his contract? Did you guys talk? I'm sorry, it's it wasn't. Just a one yeah, year it's just deal. a one-year just deal, one year, and yeah. not very expensive either because yeah. I don't think he had a whole lot of options out there that were wanting to pay him. Yeah, he's he's up there. I think yeah. he had 37, 38, something like that. And, I mean, you know, he's just a temporary fix for them. Yep. Right. But, again, it goes into that Super Bowl window, right? It's like, well, we got a good defense line. Mm-hmm. We've got running game. You know, the receivers aren't that Rate, but they do have as as a collective unit, right? Not bad, right? So I agree, I agree. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a close game. It's kind of what like Tampa Bay did with Tom Brady, right? So yep. let's just bring it. We know he's not the long term solution, but we have a window, right? So we've got the, we've got the pieces. We just need somebody who can, like you said before, just don't lose us the game, right? So, all right. So we got what win, 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 loss. Yes, yeah, sir. So three Sorry. of us got us sitting at three and two, one at two and three. Uh, okay. All right, so that moves us into our first uh, first game against the Steelers Ugh. at Pittsburgh. Um, I will go first here, and I might surprise some people. I'm gonna pick us to win this game. Really, at Heinz Field. I be, here's I think Ben Roethlisberger's hurt by this point. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, I don't think like James Connor's that great. I don't think Juju's that great. So, I think Le'Veon Bell made these guys good. I think Antonio Brown made Juju good. and I don't argue that. And yeah. they have a very good – I see this being a low-scoring affair. And I think our off defense, their defense is better than our defense most likely. Yeah, but they I got think, one of the top ones, I think, in the whole NFL. I think our offense has a chance to be leaps and bounds better than their offense. Quick side note on James Conner. Just whenever I heard about the opt-out options that these guys have, he was the first one that came to my, my mind as far as being somebody I could see opting out for the medical mm-hmm. safety mm-hmm. reasons with his cancer history. So that's something to keep an eye on. Right. And then who's their backup? They got <laughs> Jalen still, right? Yeah, so Jalen Samuels. Samuels is there. Is still Benny, Benny still? Yeah. Benny Snell. Yeah. With the, 
I can't remember what the guy's name was. Anthony like, yeah. When they were last. McFarlane. Yeah. Anthony yeah. McFarlane. Yeah. Hey, they were good last year with Duck. With a run game. And, yeah. That was right. it. Run game and defense and Duck Hodges. Yeah, so. but yeah. the AFC, no, they were good. They were competitive last year, but look how bad the Browns were and look how bad the Bengals were. And I think we all agree that the Browns are going to be better this year and the Bengals are going to be better this I year. I that. Yeah, so I yeah. got us. So going next, so over under win total for the Steelers going into this year is nine. Uh, What's ours at? Is ours at nine or eight? Ours was at nine as mm. well. Uh, so they're sitting at nine. I think that the no fans plays a part in this game because mm-hmm. Heinz Field with fans compared to none would be a big difference going yes. in there. Uh, so I I got us going in, and I can't pick the Steelers because my wife's a Steelers fan. I can't right. pick the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, so you're I'm not giving her that satisfaction. I'm picking, I'm picking Cleveland. I think that it's a – I think this is a low-scoring game. Yes. I think this is a low – I agree. 14 to 10 type of uh, mm-hmm. slug it out, can't yep. move the ball on their defense, but their offense isn't equipped enough to move the ball on our defense type of a game. And, I mean, it's another divisional game, always going to be close, I feel like. And Mike Tomlin, if there's a coach out there that, yeah. you know, always has his team prepared no matter who they play, it's Mike Tomlin. Now, if you ask a Steelers fan, these spoiled yeah. brats, these Steelers <laughs> fans, <laughs> they, want they want him gone. Guys well, never had a losing season. Get him out of here. Yeah. What a bunch of spoiled brats. <laughs> You know, we were making arguments last week for who was our better four and twelve coach. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> These guys, I mean, Tomlin, he's out there tripping players on the sideline to help. This team. <laughs> yeah, he does whatever it takes. So yeah, uh, I don't, I don't get that at all with Steelers fans. I think Mike Tomlin's a very good coach. Yeah, absolutely, his free time he helps Doctor House uh, treat you know medical emergencies. So he's a good guy. Justin, what do you, what do you got going so, on here? So I. Uh, I think it's going to be a very tight game. I think it's going to be a lot like that first game under um, when it was with you, way back with the tie game where it was just yeah. crazy. You couldn't believe it was going back and forth. Denzel's just diving all over the place, getting picks. Miles Garrett's murdering Roethlisberger, not with his helmet. Um, <laughs> I see. So they're so well coached and so well disciplined and going to Pittsburgh. And I hate the Steelers. Nothing makes me sicker than thinking of them winning but i see them edging us out slightly i would it wouldn't shock me at all if it was a field goal at the end Mm -hmm. it's not i the same thing low scoring i don't see it being a shootout i disagree with you that roethlisberger i still think he's got a couple more seasons i know i i don't see him coming out and struggling and i just he doesn't have the weapons he had the last time he played there, uh, yeah but there's it, one guy yeah as a browns fan that you don't bet, bet against, against. how many ben times it, i'm like oh we're gonna get him right here and he just shrugs like three guys off and <laughs> I, I get that but before he got hurt last year he was not playing well well i think that has to do with the weapons too kind of like you yeah. pointed out but he I does mean, not I think have the weapons. juju's not most juju's not talented, for real most talented wide receiver in football isn't on a team right now and antonio brown yeah I mean, he makes. I mean, Juju was getting you know single he's coverages wide, every wide time. Open, yeah, ben. think about Big Ben's career. He's had Heinz Ward. He had uh, in his prime Plaxico Burris, yep. Antonio Holmes, yep. Antonio Holmes, mm-hmm. Antonio Brown. Heath Miller was the tight end forever. Yeah, he. This guy's always had great wide receiver talent. He, this year, Juju is not that good. Yeah, I agree no, he, with that. Yeah, he I don't struggles. Think he's that good. He struggles now being the number one. Yeah, great number two. I agree. Yeah, yep. but they didn't bring in a number one. Right. So you know, it's kind of like years past with Browns quarterbacks, where we thought we had an okay quarterback, and but nobody's ever open. Right. So, so I don't know. 
I, I Big Ben to me is first ballot Hall. So of you Famer. got win. I got win. I'm going loss. Loss. Josh. Browns are not coming home with a victory on this one. I'm sorry, sorry guys, but and I want it. So, so I'm listening to everything everybody's saying. Um, Mike Tomlin's not going to lose this game. They'll beat us. Um, I am not as down on Juju as what you are, Blake. I think that he had a down year. Dude was 22 years old last year. Yeah. In his third year. Right? Yep. In the seat yep. or in the league. And it's like, he's young. He's a kid. Mm-hmm. And he's dealing with trying to transition to that number one role. And he had no time no to train no time no to transition. Yeah, because as soon as he was like, okay, let's try to get in a rhythm with Ben and, and figure this out, Ben's gone. Yep. Here's uh Mason, uh, Rudolph. Mason Rudolph and then Duck Hodges. And yeah. it's like, what? What's going on here? A second year Deontay Johnson, who mm-hmm. showed last year that he can be deep. He could be sure. that new Juju that pushes Juju to the number one. Right. You know I what I mean? Because now there's somebody else you really got to worry about. And James brought- Washington's still capable. Yeah. I don't think he's a great receiver, but he's still something you got to worry about. Yeah. And defensively, I, I'm, I love I love the Browns, but I watched them last year struggle way too much on offense against good defenses that. I just can't. I can't bet on him right now, not against Pittsburgh, this early in the season. Still, so I know it's what well, this is going to be week seven or game seven, but so we got three guys here with three and three records. Josh has got us at two and four. I'm starting to see how you don't uh, think we're going to make the playoffs. <laughs> I thought you, you guys. You guys are four and two. Yeah. No, you. No, no, no. You guys are. We're four and two. You guys are four and two. Justin's three and three, and I'm yes. two and oh, four. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, I took the win against. That's right. I got you. Yeah. So four and two, four and two. Josh has got us. Josh has got would have us thinking in that position. Like, well, we better win the we next gotta, two yeah. because gotta get we gotta back get in back this to We only need a ten game win streak <laughs> to make the playoffs. <laughs> All right. So that brings us into our second matchup. We're gonna knock out the uh, you know the rival with the Bengals first half of the season. To me, not much has changed here. Win for the Browns. For the, all the same reasons I already said before. I think we're just an all-around better football team. I know we haven't seen Stefanski be a head coach yet, but my gut tells me he's a way better head coach than Taylor, and I just think we're all-around better. And Rob Ninkovich can take a hike because <laughs> until I see Joe Burrow actually do it on the football field, Baker's better than Joe Burrow. All right, so I'm going to go out there. I got us winning this game again uh, against the Bengals. I think that I think they're going to be better. But I don't think they're there yet. I think that Joe Burrow, what we think he's going to be, is he's their franchise guy. He's the he's the start of the, the you know to get the machine running. But the rest of the parts aren't there yet. Okay, so they got they got their motor, but they're waiting on everything else to show up. So to say, I think that we win. I don't think that it, at at this game here. I think by week seven, I think we're clicking, and I think you know we win by a couple scores. So for me, this is uh, the game after three straight losses. Mm-hmm. And you just came off a loss at Pittsburgh. I think I think Baker, Stefanski, the Browns, they come in, take care of business in Cincinnati. And uh I think we have a different conversation about Burrow at you know halfway point in the season. Can as I, far as trending up? As far as I think he'll be trending trending neutral. Oh. So I, I think okay. I don't think he's gonna be the skyrocketing rookie that at this point people are gonna start cooling on him. Mm-hmm. So the hype for the Bengals isn't what it was for the Browns last year. But in some circles, especially Bengals fans, they're, they're talking crazy talk. They're talking, you know, playoffs and stuff like this. 
I see them being a lot like the Browns last year where they added a lot of talent and people are expecting them to kind of take that jump and they're going to win like three games. Yeah, and I'm with you, Blake. And then if, Taylor's uh, getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> if A.J. Green's not hurt by week two, he's definitely hurt by this game. <laughs> he yeah. ain't playing in this game. Yeah, so I, I'm not that high on the Bengals this year. And like Cincinnati fans' defenses, though, they're a lot like us. <laughs> Except they've had more success over the last 20 years. Like, they're very much on board with... Well, they had a very stable head coaching yeah, situation. Yeah, their Might ownership the is best. trash, yeah. but their their coaching was... those Marvin. Like, say what you want about Marvin Lewis. All he did was get him to the playoffs every year. Now, he couldn't, yeah. he couldn't get him past right. that. Whether Andy, you think it's Marvin Lewis or Andy Dalton or whatever right. you think Andy the Dalton. issue was. But, um, so what I'll say about this is, I see this being a game where we really start like putting uh, the run game first. And we, mm-hmm. I literally see us just pounding the run. Uh, I see Nick Chubb. It wouldn't shock me if him and Hunt both are just out there just, just pounding the ball on them, all, just smashing them. And then you have Burrow coming out and trying to just chuck the ball around. And I see Delpit maybe being in there. You know, some of these guys looking their chops. It's a rookie quarterback. Um, I like the Browns a lot in this one more than I actually probably like them in week two, even if it's in Cincinnati. All right. So now we're, I mean, I got the Browns at five and two right now. I'm a big believer. I'm a, like an idiot. Yeah. Five and two, five and two, four and three. And I'm at three and five. Correct. So yeah. I think this will be our, are we just going to do one more. Yep. We're going to take it up to the bye, uh, see where we're at the midway point of the league. And then when we come back next week. We'll do the second half of the, uh, of this. Correct. Um, so that takes us into the Raiders. Uh, last game before the bye week. And for me, I know like Peter King thinks the Raiders are like God's gift of football this year or something like that. And I, I'm probably picking the Browns to win too many games, but I just like our talent. I'm picking the Browns to win this game. Um, I just big tight uh, scoring high scoring. Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's at it's in Cleveland, so they got to come all the way east. Um, it's you know November. It's probably a little bit colder. They're going to be an inside team. I see us winning by like a touchdown or so. Okay, so this is one that I cannot wait to watch, and I've got the Browns just <laughs> really beating the crap out of yeah, the Raiders. Really, yes, because I think at this point the Raiders. I could honestly see Marcus Mariota being the starting quarterback at this point. I like Derek Carr, though. I know, but I don't think they do. And so here's the thing. The last time that I watched the Browns play the Raiders, Baker Mayfield's running down the field. He got smashed helmet to helmet Mm. and got up, and he was livid, livid. And then I watched the referee with a very stupid look on his face (laughs) announced to the entire world <laughs> that the quarterback was sliding, therefore he was allowed to be hit in the head. Oh Those were his words. Yeah. After all the rules had come down about no helmet-to-helmet contact, period, doesn't matter, no, mm-hmm. under no circumstances, the referee said, therefore, he is allowed to be hit in the head. I could not believe what I was hearing. Well, and, and then, then they robbed us that game. Yeah, it's yeah. a game yeah. that they just we they literally robbed us of a win. The first half of that season was so much fun because all those games were just like insane. Yeah. Honestly, Hugh Jackson like, has a grievance. Yeah, Hugh I mean, Jackson. I I had not a whole lot of respect for him at that point, but it was all gone because the dude just stood on the sideline 
Mm-hmm. I would have got kicked out I, of that game. That's exactly what I said. I yeah. would have been thrown out as a head coach because <laughs> yeah. I would have been losing my mind. <laughs> you can hit my quarterback in the head and then say that's allowed to happen. Yeah. Mm. Or, or I'm thinking you're going to give us the first down and we we obviously have the first down and then you're oh. going to take it away. Come on. Come I, on. That, I see the Browns just steamrolling them. It's going to be nice. What do you got, Justin? I uh, I agree. I, um, I don't know about steamrolling them, but I definitely don't think that – I don't – see their roster being that great i mean i i don't know i don't know if i'm missing something or like i think they have some nice pieces yeah Yeah, but yeah but to me they're a bottom half of the league roster wise and we're a top half of the league roster wise i don't understand like peter king had us at 22nd or something crazy and he had them at eighth wasn't mm -hmm. it eighth there's no way they have a top 10 roster well and, and the thing is like we've talked about it's so hard to rate rookies, you know, running backs, okay, the running back position is not as hard mm-hmm. to transition to. It's not as hard to, you know, learn new system or whatever, but receiver's tough. And that, if you're going to claim that they have good weapons, all their weapons yeah. are rookies. Yep. And not even proof, like, rugs. Yeah. If you're going to take a rookie, that wasn't the one to take. I mean, C.D. Yeah. Lamb, I'd have been like, oh, okay. <laughs> this, I feel like, is... Okay, so I got us at, what did we say, five and two? Five and two. Good for you. So this is that okay midpoint of the season. Mm -hmm. Okay, week eight, and you're sitting with a good record going against a team that's probably close to five hundred, maybe a game or two under, and it's like almost one of those trap games you should win. Like you should you should go in, shouldn't have any problem beating the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, but I think we struggle. I I think this is a. I think this is a struggle. I think that. The Raiders are going to score more points than what people think they're going to score because their tight end, he might be the best tight end in the league this year, Darren mm-hmm. Waller. Mm-hmm. I mean, guy is unbelievable. Rugs, we don't know. Derek Carr's got a big arm, um, and they still got Tyrell Williams. Tyrell Williams is no slouch either. Uh, played well there, and Josh Jacobs is one of my favorite running backs. Absolutely, in the he's so good. Uh, so I think that they're going to score more points. Now, their defense, they got some good pieces. Uh, they had a lot of guys hurt. We got Carl Joseph from him, but they had Jonathan Abram was a top pick last year. They got Randall, didn't they? Didn't we basically, like, swap? Didn't they sign Demarius Randall? Tell you right now, because they got their roster pulled up. Oh, yep, they got Demarius Randall. They got got, uh, that Jonathan Abram is a really good safety. He's kind of like a Jamal Adams, so he got hurt. He was in, if you watched Hard Knocks, he was one of the guys that was all, like, a big focus. And then Cleveland Farrell was supposed to be. I mean, a dynamic pass rusher. He kind of struggled last year. but So I think they're going to score a lot more points than what people – because I think that's just what the Raiders kind of do. John Gruden's a good coach. Um, but I think we pull out a game, but I think it's closer than what we think, and I think it's like a 35-28, you know, kind of a shoot shootout towards the end of gotcha feeling like, man, like whoever gets the ball last in this game mm-hmm. might win this game. All right, so I'm going to – did everybody say what they thought here? I think we all said win. I'm yeah, I'm on win. I got us at six and two. Blake's got us at six and two. Uh, five you're and five and three. Yep. And I got four, four and four. And four. So four that's four. at the halfway point of the Brown season in 2020. Yep. Takes us up. Right. To the so bottom. we got two people at six and two. One at five and three, and one at four and four. And I really want to hear what our listeners think about those. Yeah. Records. Yeah, because I'm not gonna lie. Coming into this, I I I swear to God, I did no research. So like, I just <laughs> pulled up this website. And I'm just going off my gut, like what I'm thinking. So I did so not know I was going to have us winning six games before the bye week. And but 
I just think on paper we're that good. So if you guys think I'm crazy, let me know. Yeah, I think Tim, and just kind of preview and go on to the – we got a tough kind of stretch coming up of games. Got right. a tough stretch. You got to play uh, the Texans. You got to play the Eagles. You got to play the Titans. You got to play the Ravens again. I mean – So it is all – it's a nice – it's a tough stretch, but also a lot of not tough games in there. Right. I see it's, – it's literally like – Two extremes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, right. hey, these are some very, very competitive, nice test pieces if you're going to be a playoff team. Then also here, here's some garbage teams yeah. for you. Giants, Giants, Jags, Jags, Jags yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. next week it'll be interesting to see kind of how we all finish up mm-hmm. uh, with our projected records for the yeah. Browns. Right now, we're me and Blake, we're going, we're right in that playoff. We're right in the You guys are in the race. lead of the division, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Unless, we're in the division uh, Baltimore's Baltimore who? winning every game. Uh, all right. That's what they're supposed to be favored in every That's game, true. I guess. Yeah. Before we before we end anything, we got to make sure we thank uh, Ian Murphy one more time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like I was going to say, I was going to mention the contest one more time. Yep. Um, you know, when we initially came up with this idea for the contest, we were going to buy one T-shirt out of our pockets, and Ian Murphy stepped up from uh, Murphy & Company Insurance. He bought us five T-shirts, make this contest way bigger than we ever thought we were going to be able to do. Um Go check him out on Facebook. Give him a call. Like I said, I showed up to this guy's office with no insurance one day, <laughs> and he, he got me a plan. I then proceeded to buy a new truck, total it, <laughs> buy another new truck, and get $15,000 in uh, damage in it, all in like six months. So Blake's hard on vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to yeah. drop him off that insurance plan, yeah. we'll understand. And this, guy, and this guy, I'm still on insurance with this guy. And he, you know, he was with me through every step of the process uh, with each wreck. Um, he always gets back to me right away. So he's a really good dude to work with. Give him a call, and we can't thank him enough for sponsoring the contest. Call him and do not get in the car with Blake. Yes, yeah. that's, that's what it is. <laughs> Justin rode here with me today, yeah, so make sure you're really good. Wear your seatbelt on the way home. I know. Uh, so if it, Justin's not here next week. Yeah. <laughs> we'll know why. Yeah. And then <laughs> speaking of the contest, like I said at the beginning of the episode, uh, you got till Saturday night, 11.59, get your comments, your likes, your shares in. Uh, win yourself the T-shirt in your size. It's, you know, I think it's a really fun contest. We got five of them to give away, and we're not looking to keep any for ourselves. Um, don't forget to check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. For some reason, Zach hasn't posted the last episode to Twitter yet, <laughs> even though it's halfway through the week. So we'll get on him for that. Uh, please on YouTube, like, and subscribe. We're trying to get to a hundred subscribers. Um, and yeah, we'll catch you guys next week when we do the second half of the schedule. Uh, let us know what you think of the first half. Have a good week, everybody.